Welcome inside the vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind R. John Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and it is for serious entrepreneurs only. This week, we're sharing part two of a lesson called Decide from April of 2016 at R. John's live quarterly meeting in West Palm Beach, Florida. Be sure to listen to part one first if you haven't already. In today's episode, Arjun explains why decision-making is the most important skill that serious entrepreneurs have to master in order to unlock their full potential. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjun is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjun, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. Oprah Winfrey has a quote. I love this quote. Um, I might not get it exactly right, but basically the quote says, uh, she said, anyone who tells you that it's not great to have your own private jet is lying to you. (laughs) Anyone who tells you that it's not great to enjoy the freedom, and it is freedom, it's your life. Anyone who tells you that it's not great to enjoy the freedom Anyone who tells you that it's not great to enjoy the, the, to enjoy the enjoyment of sitting in your beautiful home and not worrying about how you're going to pay for it. Anyone who tells you that it's not great to play with your, your baby and know that his college, his private school, his nannies, his, his future, it's all set for him. Anyone who tells you that it's not great to play with your kids and not even have to think or worry about how to pay for it all, they're lying to you. Or maybe they're lying to themselves and they think you're telling the tr- they're telling you the truth, but I'm telling you it's not correct. It all comes from being able to make decisions. Decisions are the friction. Doing it is fun. If you can get past the decision and get to the doing, you can have a good time with it. Last night in the closed-door session, someone got up and went to the microphone and asked a question, and I don't remember exactly what the question is, and it's not important, because the important part is the answer that I shared with her and that I'm going to share with you now. And the, the idea is, if you can compress all of your decisions for the quarter into one week and make all of your decisions at once one week, The rest of the quarter, 
the next 85 days, think about how much fun that's going to be. Think about how, much, how, how enjoyable that's going to be. Think about how little stress and how little anxiety and how little frustration you're going to have. What joy to know that for the next 85 days, I can just go get it done. I can throw myself into the work because I made all of my decisions. Now imagine doing that every quarter, how much your business would grow. It's going to look a lot like 9,000%, but not if you agonize over all of your decisions. Now, here's the problem. The problem is, when did any of us ever take a single class in our entire life? You know, I, 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 I criticize law school a lot. But let's go even go beyond law school and go to college. And let's even go before college and go to high school. And let's even go beyond high school and go to you know, elementary school or grammar school or nursery school or even with, just with your parents. When did anyone ever teach any of us that decision-making is a technical skill that can be learned? Never. And if no one ever told you that it's a skill that can be learned, much less, much more, it's the opposite of much less. Much less is the opposite of what I'm trying to say. Much more important than that being that it's a skill that you must learn, that it's the most important skill for, the, for your future. Well, then, you know, you could be excused for never really taking this, the careful study of decision-making Seriously. Sorry? Well, until now. That's why you're here. Exactly. Allie and I discovered it by accident in 2009. Not like we're so smart that we just sat there and like powered it out and figured it out because we're so brilliant. We literally just discovered it by accident in 2009. And that discovery led us on a journey through the heart of darkness to a lifestyle of being unconquerable. The way you become unconquerable is you make decisions, plural. Emphasis on the S, plural. You keep making decisions, making decisions, making decisions, making decisions, making decisions, making... You keep making decisions. And a bunch of them are going to be the wrong decisions. And guess what? You don't get to change your mind. Losers say you get to change your mind. You're not losers. Winners don't change our mind. What we do is we make another decision. There's a huge difference between changing your mind and making another decision. People who go through life changing their mind, they're slow to make decisions. They're quick to change their mind. It's like going through life, going forward, and then er, 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 back, back, back. I got to change my mind. No, you just keep making decisions. But decision-making is hard. Decision-making is painful. 
Allie's going to talk about this in a really special session. We're doing a working lunch today, and, and we, we have so much that we want to share with you about this subject that we decided to make it a working lunch. So you'll go to lunch, you'll grab your food, you'll bring it right back, because she's got a very special session that I'm very excited about to teach you and to help you understand what is the essence of making decisions. The rest of the day, we're going to teach you technical skills of decision-making. And you're going to walk out of here at the end of the day today having made seven of your most critical, most important, potentially life-changing decisions. For how many of you is that a little bit horrifying? That's right. Making decisions is hard. The reason why making decisions is hard is because when you make the decision, you instantly become the product of that decision. You see, back in 2009, we made the decision to be the owner of a million-dollar business. Having a $7 million business and a $10 million business came later. I didn't see that possibility until we were at over a million dollars. That was, that was just, I couldn't see that high on my tippy toes until I got over a million dollars. So when we were at 70,000, I could see a million. And we made the decision to be the owner of a million dollar business. Just like imagine a fish makes the decision to be a bird. When a fish makes the decision to be a bird, imagine if it's just a bird. It doesn't have to keep making decisions, should I fly, can I fly, what happens? It's a bird. It just flies. See, once you've made the decision to be the owner of a million-dollar business, all of your decisions must now be the decisions of the owner of a million-dollar business. And the reason this is so scary is because it's like the man of La Mancha, right? To dream the impossible dream. You're the only one who can see your million-dollar business. To everyone around you, you look like you're crazy. To everyone around you, you look like you're tilting at windmills, but in your mind, you are the owner of a million-dollar business because by the power of decision, you've turned yourself into that person in a moment. But you don't do it on your own. Um, you, you need to learn to make decisions, and you need to learn to accept help from people when you make decisions. You need to learn to surround yourself by a team because you don't do it on your own. You can, it's a skill you learn, it's a skill you practice. And it's not a skill you practice on your own. It's a skill you have to practice with a team. One inch. One inch. I'm standing the same height as all of you. Let's call this one inch. Got it? If you multiply one inch by 9,999%, which my accountant gave me the math, it's correct. We've triple-checked it. 
I promise you, the math is right. It's like eight feet, three inches. Eight feet, three inches is 9,999% more than one inch. As it so happens, our very own Christopher Anderson, it's fine, is exactly six feet tall, and he has the, uh, he's, like, he's like the Swiss army knife of friends. <laughs> he really is. Um, as it turns out, from the bottom of his feet to the tip of his hand outstretched is eight feet. Show us eight feet. That's eight feet. I'm standing one inch from the ground right now. Now I'm kicking off my shoes so I don't fall off the ladder. <laughs> That's dead broke. That was 2008. 2008, I was dead broke. I'm talking foreclosure. You can look it up. I'm talking <laughs> shitty car. You're taller than me. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. I'm talking foreclosure. I'm talking shitty car. I'm talking like no money. I mean, it was humiliating. I had nothing. And this is my journey. I, I wanted to find a way to try to share this with you because the numbers, I don't think, make the numbers. I just hope you feel what I feel when I do this. This is my journey. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, this is both. Oh. For my unconquerable soul. In the felt clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeonings of chance, my head is bloody, but unbowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds me and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Here's where it gets scary. <laughs> and the analogy here, I hope everyone gets it, is I didn't do this on my own. Allie was with me every step of the way, or else I fell off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> this is seven this is nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine percent higher 
where my feet are right now from the floor. The world looks different from up here. The opportunities are better from up here. The things that used to scare me and stop me and hold me still don't even slow me down anymore. And it's not because I'm any better than any of you. There's not a single one of you that can't be up here with me right now. Well, not all together. <laughs> There's not a single one of you who can't do this. Many of you have. The gross revenues might not be the same, but some of your percentages growth are the same. It is scary. It is horrifying. But the world is so much better from up here. And I just, I wish it for each and every one of you. Sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, and if Allie wasn't scared of heights, she'd be saying it too. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from the vault.